Welcome to the Capstone Cast, where we cast thoughts, theories, and tales to see what we catch. I am Sarah Ellen Edwards, and today I have podcast podcast producer Katie Rice co-hosting with me. This is a very special 10th episode of the Capstone Cast, as today, right this very minute, outside these doors, we are celebrating Capstone's 10th birthday. So if you hear a lot of noises, that's what's going on. It's a party. It's a party up in here. I am so excited to be here and come out from behind the scenes of the podcast. Um, I do need to admit, though, this is kind of nerve-wracking. Uh, I need to give you all more credit for, for what you do here. But thanks for having me. We have a pretty cool episode as we are recording live on this Capstone's 10th birthday. We are going to talk to some different folks here at Capstone and ask them some questions to help them reflect on how Christ has changed them and continues to transform them. And before we jump into these quick interviews, I just want to remind everybody that you can find us on the podcast app on your iPhone and Android phones. Make sure you subscribe. And if you like what you hear, make sure you leave us a review. Also, make sure you share the podcast on social media so your friends can find us too. Now, on to the episode. First up, we have the one, the only, Samuel Cox. What's up? What's up? Okay, so um, Sam, just tell us like your name, how long you've been at Capstone. Well, you already know my name. (laughs) My name is Sam Cox, and I've been at Capstone since elementary school. I probably don't even remember when. Maybe 2012, 2013 is when we started coming. But long time. Yeah, it's been a long time, ever since I was little. Okay, so who at Capstone has influenced you in your walk with Christ? There's no pressure to answer me, you know, because uh, yeah. Whatever. Well, I mean, a lot of people have influenced me in my walk with Christ, but um, two people that really stick out are Chris Barino and C.J. Bishop. Um, Chris Barino has been, ever since the, even the first day um, I came here with C.J. Bishop when I was little, and I got yelled at by Chris. That, <laughs> I, on brand? Yeah, it, that's that stuck around for a little. That's that's the still thing. still a daily occurrence. Yep, it is. But um, ever since then, Chris being in Camp Rock, leading the lesson lessons to now in Edge, him being the leader, going through what we learn about every every week and stuff. He's really helped me. I've been able to talk to him. He's the person I can go to. And then CJ has really influenced me recently the past year because um I could tell through him throughout high school all the struggles that high schools go through he what he represented Christ very well he was very he was very Christ-like and stuff and so I can go and talk to him for advice and stuff and he's really helped me out he's he's my go-to person if I need anything talk about anything or just advice for about anything doesn't matter what it's mostly so yeah and that's what we like to hear at Capstone because um basically you just saw the trickle-down effect of discipleship, of Chris discipling CJ and Sam, and then CJ discipling Sam, and then obviously Sam, what you don't know is that he's discipling people right now because he serves in um, Capstone Kids. So it's just that trickle-down effect of discipleship that we like to hear about at Capstone um, and really all over the world. Who doesn't like to hear about discipleship? All right, so different question altogether. We have an actual building that we meet in now, but we used to meet in an old Vilo. So what were some of the best things about the Bilo, and is there anything that you really miss about it? Okay, so the first thing that I missed about the Bilo was the old Pebble Beach room, because it used to be just little walls that would, those are our rooms, and so it was like a maze. So one of my favorite memories is it was me, a kid named Johnny, a kid named Chandler, Blake, Faith, and curly-headed Caleb. So (laughs) we would... We decided to turn off all the lights, 
and have our own haunted house. And we all had a different room. And so Curly-Headed Caleb knew what we were doing. And so we would take turns walking through everything. And we got to Caleb's room, and he's just walking around with a bucket on his head. Just going, ah, <laughs> a little two-year-old. And he, and that was, that's one, that's always stuck with me. And, um, I don't know. I, I like that old cap, the old caps, and it was fun. Got some good memories. Yes, yeah, it was scary. You used to always think it was haunted. And so. As a person who had to go in the, um, evening sometimes and retrieve supplies or set things up, it was terrifying. Very terrifying. Mm-hmm. I only visited at the Old Bilo one time, but I was never back in the... Miss the giant meat locker. Yes, the meat locker. The stuff like the old CrossFit gym in the back. Remember that? The basketball goal in Camp Rock. Now that was fun. I I, I I miss the wide open spaces of Camp Rock. I do. I remember you could jump off the stage. All right, Sam. Well, thanks for sharing with us. We're going to get our next interviewer in here. Hey, Katie. Hello. All right. This is Katie Adams, and tell us. How long have you been here at Capstone? Okay, we have been at Capstone since August of 2016. Is that right? Yes, yeah, so that is two a and a half-ish years. Two and a half-ish yeah, years. Math is hard sometimes. Been super, super. Basically came right before community groups kicked off. Yes. Right? Okay. Yeah. And you've been here longer than Connor's been old because I remember him being Aww, in your tummy. So yeah. that's always a good marker yes. too. And now the new babe. <laughs> we're just bringing all the babies to Capstone. <laughs> we're filling up the new building. We're not sad about that. No. <laughs> all right. What's been the biggest takeaway for you from a series, from something you've encountered in community group, something at Capstone Discovery, anything that you've been exposed to your Capstone? What's been a, the biggest takeaway for you? The biggest takeaway from all of our experiences at Capstone has been watching over the past two and a half years how changing your decisions because of Christ, which is like the thing that always comes up in every single series we do is making decisions differently because of Christ. Um, So when we started, you know, things, we joined community group and we were soaping and studying the scripture and doing Bible studies and living in community. So all of that really has changed our lives and made this big difference where now just like we just did the Exodus series where a lot of it was remembering and looking back at what God has done. So when we look back at what God has done in our lives, we can see how he's provided and how his timing has been perfect and how when you live in obedience, God really honors that and um, does cool things. I knew she was going to say Exodus. I had a really, really good feeling. (laughs) It was so good. Moses transformed your life. Moses was such a big deal. Okay. I'm obsessed with Exodus. What <laughs> it was it was really good. And especially like when we were studying it like in community group, like Yes. Really yeah, cool. we did a Bible study like so some of the girls did Bible study of Moses. So we were like texting about that. And then in community group we were doing storybook Bible about Exodus. And then we were doing Exodus here. It was like Exodus soaking up my life. Yes. This is awesome. That's good. So uh, what's the funniest thing Walt has ever said or done? Well Walt Walt tries really hard to be funny, and I really appreciate that. Um, so I'm going to say his big butts of the Bible joke uh. is probably my favorite. Um, not that it's super funny, but I appreciate how dedicated he is to making it funny. Yeah. And really, you know, he's not going to give up, and I do like that song. So 
I can appreciate the joke whenever he says it. He is not deterred by anyone's lack of enthusiasm for his jokes, but you appreciate that he takes the course. Man, he tries so hard, and I know some. You know, some people really appreciate his church jokes. So good job, Walt. That's right. Combination of a church and dad joke. Just bring oh, it, absolutely. Bringing them home. Bring them home. Yes. The, yeah, the dad joke aspect is heavy. <laughs> and he owns it very well. Yes, he owns it. Yes. All right. Well, thanks, Katie. You are welcome. Thanks for sharing with us. We're going to scoot in our next interviewee, Mr. Chris Fairfax. Hey, y'all. How's it going? You're doing well. Doing well. All right, Chris. So how long have you been at Capstone? Um, two, two and a half years. So I think we started coming June, July, 2016. So, all right. So, how have you grown in your walk with Christ since you've been at Capstone? Um, I think I've grown most. Right. So, like, one of the things I love about Capstone is we create well-rounded disciples because we have this emphasis on up, in, and out, and we have language around that idea. Um, and so, you know, up with God, in with your family, um, and then out to the community as a whole. And I would say, like, I've grown most in that space of out and proclaiming the gospel. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, because I, like, my whole life, like, I have just loved being an incognito Christian. Like... <laughs> never heard that term, but I like that term. Yeah, like, I'm... I'm here, and I'll do my Bible study, and I'll talk to God, um, but don't put me on the spot at work, uh, and that's something that has definitely changed. Um, I, I was working for most, most of our time here in a place that, for the first time in my, my life, where people, where I worked with a group of people who would very willing and openly say, like, yeah, no, I'm not a Christian, I'm agnostic, I'm an atheist, um... And in a place where just, like, really direct gospel conversations wouldn't be well-received. Mm-hmm. Um, but Capstone and the family here and the growth that has happened with all of y'all has made me comfortable giving gospel perspectives when, like, something happens in the news and you can talk about it from, like, well, as a Christian, I kind of see this this way. Um, so that's changed a lot. And then just having a consistent ministry that... I go to with my community group mm-hmm. and you know we work with uh, South Carolina Housing Authority um, and just making sure and partnering with um, programs for youth in South Carolina Housing Authority apartments in Fountain Inn. Mm-hmm. Um, and you and Jessica your wife do a really good job at that housing development yeah. in the community. Uh, Jessica does a really good job <laughs> uh, <laughs> planning and making sure that everything's in place that that those days that we're there are successful. Yeah. So. But that's really cool, though, because I feel like it would be, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like most Christians would say, when we talk about up, in, and out, that they're probably most comfortable in the up and the in. It's the out. And so it's good that that's where you've seen your growth. That means that you are growing. Okay, so this is one of my favorite questions that we came up with. So... If someone filmed a documentary about Capstone, who would you cast as Walt, and who would you cast as Chris? I've been waiting for this too. I have, I've given so much thought to this, so... I feel like he's going to say two random people that I'm about to quickly right. have to Google. No, 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 no. I've, I've, I've been careful to keep it mainstream. I like fringe things. Um, but I've really thought about this, and I think that Chris Barano should be played by Steve Carell. But like... <laughs> 
right? Yeah. Right? But like Steve Carell today, right? Because yes. there's early office and that's just like a goof kind of trying that hard and so bombing. I'm going to say that early office Steve Carell is on brand with youth minister Chris. Yeah, like yeah. early Chris. Chris is like now Steve Carell. Yeah. I'm 100% with you on that. Cast yeah, it's like good, Steve Carell does, does serious things, but he's still very clearly a bit of a goober. Good Like cast. I've never heard a better description of Chris's character ever in my life. Yeah, perfect. I'm glad we nailed it. Um, For sure. Nailed that. Do the all right. So that. I, all right. Here it is. This is the most important conversation of today. Obviously. Who should play Walt in a biopic? And I've got a pitch for it, and it's Owen Wilson. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I love that more. Because, I <laughs> and I think, and I don't do a good Owen Wilson, but just I think one word sums it up, and that's wow. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. That's good. Chris, I'm very proud of you. Oh! That, yes, so, that was amazing. We gave you a hard question. That was a hard question. Yeah, I had to really, like, look into my soul. Research? I was like, there was some... get on the IMDb and Yeah, <laughs> get on, like, <laughs> watch some trailers. Like, side note, I'm... Because when I brought this question up to you the first time, you threw out a couple people that I was just like, oh, I, I was... don't know who that is, or like... <laughs> you're stretching a little bit. Like, I was just like, mm, yeah, there, these were good. There I'm were a lot of fringe people that came came through, but yeah. So, anyways. We might, nicely come, back. Done. We might come back later, revisit this topic, and cast some more Yeah, we might come back to you to cast. Yes. Okay, I can, yeah. We'll now we know do who a little, to go do to. Do a little segment. This. Yeah. And, okay. <laughs> That's awesome. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, thank y'all. <laughs> All right, and our last interview is Melissa Abbott. She's going to scoot over here into the chair. So, Melissa, obviously just said your name, Melissa Abbott. But how long have you and your family been at Capstone? We have been here almost three years. Easter was like our first service at Capstone in 2016, so Easter will be three years. That's awesome. Give or take when it falls. <laughs> All right, and your family has um, grown in the time that you've even been at Capstone, so that's exciting. Yes. Our second service that we attended here was the day we were supposed to pick Lainey up from the hospital. Oh. But we didn't get her till the next day because, okay. well. Yeah. And Lainey is uh, Justin and Melissa's daughter through foster care and then adoption. Yes. So that's, we've walked, that means we've walked that whole part yes. of her story. Our guys. very first service that we came to for Easter, our current foster that we had was home for her first weekend visit. And then the next week she went home permanently. So coming to Capstone that weekend, like we were going to not go to any family functions. Mm-hmm. I couldn't take the, you know, sad eyes of the old right. people at our current church that we were right. going to and answer the questions. So I was like, we're just going to go to Capstone. And we're like, we're not doing any family. And when we left here, we were like, all right, we're going to go see our family. Like, it completely changed our thought process just in the one service. That's incredible. That is. All right, so that which leads me to, what are some practical changes that you've made in your life since coming to Capstone? Okay, I thought a lot about this question because mm-hmm. I'm not one to, like, you know, put the thought for, what am I changed? What have I done differently? Um, but I think just the fact that like, Justin's like, well, you get up and read the Bible now. And I was like, that's true. I've never done that before. Like and, I'm and practical. Like, I made a goal to like be... do the Bible this year, like read the whole thing so far. I've kept oh, up. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, and I mean, I think other things are just that you know, like, I've learned what it's like to be the missionary where you work, live, and play. Like, I've been a Christian since I was a child, mm-hmm. but that never was on the radar. Like, it was like missionaries went to other countries right. and stuff, and 
you know, you kind of stuck to your little circle, and that was more of what my view of being a Christian was. Um, since coming to Capstone, I've learned, like, to share my testimony at work. I would have never had the courage to do that before. Um, I've started listening to a lot of podcasts, thanks to my friend Sarah Ellen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the podcast kind of sore. <laughs> I have, and I have hooked other people. You have. From listening. Like, I've hooked other people. They're like, what have you done to me? I was like, I know. Sarah <laughs> Ellen did it to me. But really, though, same thing for me. It just, I mean, it's so much better than TV. It is. Justin said, I'll know where you're at in the house. I can hear voices coming from your phone. <laughs> I forget to unplug my headphones sometimes when people are talking to me because I'm so in podcast land. I'm like, oh, i got to come back. And then the other time. thing I think is just that, um, what it's like to live in community. We never had really had that before. I mean, our home church was, my whole family goes there. That's the only church I'd ever been to in my life. So breaking away from that, I felt like originally like we were losing community, but we really gained it. Like, right. we... Really joined community group fast, and that was great. We've been to three different ones at this point, just because, like, people will take a break, so then we'll have to find another one. (laughs) Um, But we're still friends. Like, we've made a lot of friends that way. And then, like, the foster care and adoptive community, like, when we were foster parents the first go-around, we didn't really know anybody else that were foster parents. So it's been really nice to have that connection with other people that can just understand that completely different realm of reality. So it's nice, like I call it my foster mom group text. And it's just nice to be able to text people and they understand where you're coming from. Yeah, you can vent and you can have people that have walked in there and the trenches right with you. And then I wanted to share with y'all one other thing. I was so my very, <laughs> I was, think, I was like thinking about this when we were out in service and I thought, oh, I forgot about that. So our first conversation with Walt, we were in here and it was a different setup. It was right after we started coming here. I think it was that second Sunday. And Justin's like, okay. And Walt's like, you know, are y'all interested in coming? And you're going to go to Capstone Discovery? And we're like, yeah. And Justin goes, okay, but we just have one concern. We're going to lose our grave plots. <laughs> and Walt's <laughs> mouth about hit the table. He was completely speechless for two minutes. And he was like, well, I've never had anybody say that to me before. But, and I was like, and this had really been a concern of ours in the past because my whole family went to our home church. And I was like, you know what? It's fine. By then, we're dead. I don't care where they bury us. And Justin was like, are you sure? And I was like, let's do it. That's funny. It's hard to get Walt in a situation where he is speechless. He was completely Uh, speechless. You mean Owen Wilson? Yeah, you mean Owen Wilson. (laughs) Yes, he was completely speechless. He's like, I've never had anyone say that to me before. And I was like, you know what? It's fine. We'll be dead. It doesn't matter. And Justin's like, well, your family's buried there. And I was like, whatever. Whatever. It just doesn't matter anymore. Like, let's worry about our life now. Amen. Okay, so what's your worship jam? And if you say good, good father, I'm just going to fall on the floor because that is currently what is playing. No, but we did just play it. Mine is Death Was Arrested. Like, that one just gets me going. For sure. Especially when the drums kick in. Mm -hmm. Especially when we used to have the redheaded curly guy. That like He would, like, kill it on that one. Oh, the guy from North Greenville. Yeah, when they would would come play every once in a while, like, he just, like, really lit it. Oh, yeah, he was, like, having his own... I'm pretty yeah, sure he would there. burn, he's got to burn like 1,600 calories and one. I mean, you made me look, ex- I would feel exhausted watching his arms just go so much. <laughs> All right, well, we want to say a big thank you to Melissa and Sam and Katie and Chris for sharing on the podcast today, sharing their hearts, and 
so we want to hear from you. What thoughts, theories, and tales do you have about our thoughts, theories, and tales? Make sure you follow us on Instagram at CapstoneCast and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast player. And also, make sure you tell all your friends about us. Catch, Catch you later. later.